0: Wait shit! Oh, our podcast is called "Tell Us More." Hannah and Marissa go off-roading. It's a really great idea. Nobody tell us how bad of an idea that is. I just nibbled on yellow. It's hard to make a grammar joke audibly. You knocked over her lemonade stand and you ruined our "Bring Me the Horizon" I love hat. That. His last name is Anderson. Mm-hmm. What a blank name. I <laughs> would never be afraid of a man named Steve Anderson. It's a mythological creature, Doctor Zeus. I have better things to do. I better to better mind mine to the potatoes, potatoes or whatever. I'm going to email Yale. Yeah, I'm so excited. Okay. He was like, LMAO. Okay. I'm like, sorry, I'm a creep. I'm a creep. Yeah. Sorry, words I'm going to keep it. I'm on. a creep. Oh, I'm gonna creep. Not like, I'm a creep. Or but, what is it? You're mixing? Oh, no, that's loser. But, but, I'm, I'm a, a loser, creep. baby. I'm a loser. Yeah, I was, I was mixing the two of those. That's okay. Remix. But I was also thinking of TLC's creep. Yes. That sounds like it'd be a trivia mafia category, mi- mix two so- similar song lyrics together and give me both of the names of the song. This round is called the mashup. We do have mashup rounds. I love one it. of them was 90s toys mixed with music and one of the answers, I can't remember the question, but one of the answers was Beanie Baby Got Back. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. One of the funniest. I like those a lot. Those are like puns too. I told you yesterday that I'm having a crisis of self. I don't know what we're talking about today, but I'm going to start with this. Um, having a crisis of self because of my hair. Yes. Should we talk about crises of self today? Oh, my God. I don't care. Sure. Okay, let's do it. I don't, yeah. I don't know where I feel like this is going to go in a weird area, but. It's okay to be vulnerable. Right. <laughs> Just to our fans. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> okay, but now that we've said that and it made it seem, like, really intense, this story is going to seem really dumb. But no, that's okay. So, my hair is a very big, it's a very big part of me. Mm-hmm. It has always been a big part of me. I always change my, I mean, I used to. I used to change my hair color, like, every three months. And then I went blonde three years ago, and I've literally been blonde for three years. Yes. It's now growing out, so I have like an inch and a half of regrowth at this point. Mm-hmm. It looks trashy as fuck. And I'm debating going brown because it'll be healthier for my hair. I can potentially grow it out a little bit. I can wear extensions that are brown and they're cute, so I think that would be fun. Yeah. Or go back to blonde and keep my blonde. And today I said to. Kaylee in the in on um, in the hallway. I literally was like okay so my crisis is the bond the bleach blonde Hannah is very much Hannah mm-hmm. but also the drastic hair change is, is very, very much, much a Hannah. part of Hannah. yeah and i literally was like which Hannah am i supposed to go towards right. and literally kaylee just looks at me and she goes isn't Hannah more of a state of mind <laughs> <laughs> And I had to like touch. I like knelt over because I was like crying, laughing so hard. But I was like, "You're so right. Like that's so right. I can be. I don't need like." I was sitting there and I was like, "Oh my fucking god!" <laughs> oh my god! It seems <laughs> oh so simple. One life changing statement. You didn't even need therapy, right? Just Kaylee pointing out. A, also, a very Hannah statement, <gasps> right? <laughs> that's <laughs> like a, a very I would say that you would. So that's funny. Um. That's funny. That's... That's... I can't even get over... I think you would appreciate it. It's a very... It's a very, like... It's a very me problem. And I also have, like... There's a lot of deep-seated anxiety that actually does worry me a lot. Like, I I know your hair is a stupid... stupid I'm I'm the same way. But, like, your hair is... See, and then that bothers me because I've always been someone that's like, fuck it, your hair will grow back. Or you can bleach it. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think I just have... uh, I've been in such a comfort zone of my bleach blonde hair for the past three Mm -hmm. years that it's, like... Can you shake it up? I did ask Willie if he will break up with me if I dye my hair brown, Mm -hmm. and he said no, so... Well, that's good. We should totally base our hair color off of men. No, we shouldn't. (laughs) But I just wanted to check. Right. If that was a side effect, I might want to, like, make some choices. Right, and it's your choice. You're gathering data. 100%. You're gathering data just to see, like, where do I want to go? I'm I'm undecided. Well, also, my next statement was... So, I have a holiday party on Saturday at work. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, like, a gala. It's, like, a, we're calling it capella prom. Uh-huh. So, there's gonna be, like, fancy dresses, and, like, I'm picturing, like, a very, um, dramatic dress that I don't mm-hmm. currently have mm-hmm. yet. <laughs> um, and then I also don't know if it exists or anything. Right. And that's, like, shitty thing. Right? Like, I have a dream of a dress, but it does, I don't, it's probably gonna be, like, a million dollars, so I, that's why I haven't bought it yet. But, right. um, but I also turn to Kaylee and I go... If I do do brown, it has to be like a dramatic reveal, like the day of. Oh my god! <laughs> there she is. <laughs> like a fella. There's Hannah. There she is. <laughs> and then I turned her and I go, I'm gonna get so much attention if I do my hair brown. Seriously, <laughs> she's all that that shit. Oh, I'm Dang. gonna walk down the stairs so slow. Freddie Prince Jr. is gonna come out. You're gonna take I'm gonna your just glasses take my off. off. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be popular. Here I am. Make me prom queen. Capella prom queen. Seriously, bring your own crown. I have a crown you can borrow for my birthday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm just going to show up in a crown, and people are going to be like, what? And I'm going to be like, I'm prom queen. Just be like, just say. There was a vote. Did you not vote for me? (laughs) Hannah's a state of mind. Hannah's a state of mind. And in this state, she's prom queen. (laughs) In this current state of mind. In this current mind that I'm in. (laughs) They'll be like. prom queen. (sighs) Hannah, uh, is this is this is this Hannah or a breakdown? We can't tell. That is the best part of me no one ever knows. Am I getting bangs cuz I want bangs or cuz I'm really sad? It's always the second one. Yes, but always the second one. here's the thing, you are the only person I've ever met that has cut their own bangs and not only did a good job but looked great. Thank you. Um many people will disagree with what? you. What? <laughs> Ooh, that I, sounded sarcastic, but I'm genuinely like, no, shocked. no. Um, I've had a couple people be like, don't go. I mean, all the girls at Capella don't want me to go back to bangs because they also had to deal with me every day that I didn't do my hair being like, fuck these bangs and like, get the fuck out of my face. Mm-hmm. And like, whatever. So I understand their, um, anti-bang stance. Uh Willie also doesn't like bangs, which I think is hilarious because he saw a picture of me and he goes, Mmm, bangs. He didn't like <laughs> <laughs> just like, a factual just statement Mmm, bangs. No factual I was like, statement. So no bangs? He's like, no one looks good with bangs. Okay. And I was like, Chris all I reject that statement. Highly not true. But there are moments that I looked great. And there are specific like uh, Fur vest moments that oh I looked God. great with the bangs. But um, yes, literally spelling bee so v- bangs. Much yeah. Same with the blonde hair. That's the thing, is like my choices that I love are also super high maintenance. Yes. <laughs> high maintenance desires, low maintenance attitude. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is literally me to a D. Really? Like, you, you know, I. Was reading, slash, what I mean by that is listening to a book on Audible. Of course. Um, and I keep talking to you guys about it. It's The it's Courage to be Disliked. You have told the pod about it. That's true. I'm reading The Courage to be Disliked. Um, I also have to just, <laughs> apologize to my therapist. I called her um, whole philosophy of teaching Illyrian um, theory. Mm-hmm. It's very much Adlerian theory. Adlerian. Alfred Adler is the... Oh, they that came up with it. Or- Shut up. I studied Alfred Adler. I don't think I made that connection actually. Yeah, No, I, cause I was I so confident. Been, I haven't been in a therapy based course room in a very long time. Right. Right. But it said one of the things in the book, so the book is not, it's not a textbook. It's, um, in the style of a philosopher talking to a young kid and the young kid is trying to like, uh, what would you call it? Destroy. His whole philosophy, or like, prove that he's wrong, or something like the whole. Oh, so it's like a debate, sort of. Yes. Okay. But, but the philosopher is very just much like, no, I don't think that at all. That's not who's, what. Adler who's called. the book by? Um, it's originally a Chinese book that was translated to English. It's like a huge bestseller in China. Okay. What is it called? It is called *The Courage to Be Disliked*. And is it is by Ichiro Kashimi and Fu. Mitakoga. Yeah, we tried. Yes. Ichiro Kishimi. I know I'm I know I'm not sure was right. Ichiro Kishimi. I know I'm pronouncing that right. I'm 90% sure that I know I'm pronouncing that right. Okay. Um, but no, in it <laughs> 90% sure that I'm not 100% wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but in it he was like, um, you're not comparing yourself to other people. You're comparing yourself to your ideal self. Mm-hmm. and that really like hit. Mhm. So it's kind of like that materialistic side of Hell's us, yeah. is not we're just comparing ourselves to our ideal self, which is extremely materialistic and looks great all the time. Right? And like but like real life Hannah is a big fan of sleep. Right. And not having to curl my bangs every day. Right. I like to not get up super early to get ready for work, but then regret not doing it every right. single day. Every day I go to work and I'm like, oh, everyone looks so cute. And I look at myself mm-hmm. in the mirror and I'm like, I look like I rolled out of bed, which I did. Exactly. So right. I can't fault myself because that's exactly mm-hmm. what I look like. Oh my God. And that's totally a Lyrian theory of you to not blame anybody but yourself. Oh, well, that's always, <laughs> that's always been my, my <laughs> state of mind. That's why I do my own hair and shit like that. Right. Because if... It is fucking... If it gets fucked up, if I cut my own bangs and they're fucked, that's my fault. Right. I can't be mad at someone for that. Right. You're not like, nah, the world is shitting on me because my bangs suck. It's like, no. No, I fucking took I a rusty be- kitchen scissors to my bangs. That's exactly what happened. I- and I've done it twice. I've and done it once it. sophomore year of college, and I did it once, like, two years ago. No, a year ago. Yeah, I still have the videos. It was right after. It was... It was right after Colin and I stopped hanging out. Mm-hmm. I uh, it came up in my Snapchat memories, um like when I cut them and I was like, Willie, a year ago today I cut my bangs because I was coming out of a very sad relationship. <laughs> and he was like, Oh, do you wanna talk about it? And I was like, No. Not <laughs> Aww, at all. I love that that was his first instinct. He's like, Yeah, do you want to No, no, that's fine, just I'm letting you never talk about it again. But that's why I had bangs. If you don't want me to have bangs, don't make me sad. Don't! That's 100% accurate. You can ask, like, that's, like, that one meme. That's the the straight. It's, like, the highway, and it's, like, the straight, and then yes. the yep. curve. And mm-hmm. it's, like, straight is, like, going to therapy and talking about your feelings, and then the curve is, like, bangs, and the car's, like, <laughs> rearing <laughs> to the bangs portion. It's, like, yes. I love it. No, I love, okay, so I, tell, you're reading that. Isn't there another book you're also reading, or? Yes. Okay, so yeah, tell yeah. me about that one, too. So it just came in today. It's called The Psychology of Courage. Okay. And it literally, I literally just got it in the mail today. Okay, who's that one by? It is by Julie Yang and then two other people. Julie Yang's name comes first, so that's all I remember. But, um, the main one. Um, the three authors have uh, worked with my therapist. Oh, ah, so she like saying? knows them personally. Cool. And no, she doesn't get a kickback. <laughs> She's just trying to prepare people for when she goes on maternity leave. When is that happening? Is that like officially? At the end of December. So she was able to squeeze me in this week, and then I have an appointment next week, and then I so I think I have three appointments left until okay. she's gone. I'm nervous? Yes, I feel a little more prepared now that I have read this book, and now that she's like having us go through the book that I just got like together because it's kind of a workbook. Okay, it's like kind of real life examples, a little textbooky, and then places for you to write. Nice. So, and I'm going to ask her if we can record some, like, our last couple of sessions, because I'm trying to not go back into a crisis of self. I'm currently trying to find myself, mm-hmm. and I feel like, just in recent weeks, I've made, like, a lot of hardcore revelations. Mm-hmm. Like, you, Brit, <laughs> no. and then, like, Lucia and Linda must be so sick of my long ass, and I have just realized this today, No, and this is why I'm mad. It's kind of fun, though, because it's like, um you're realizing these things that are, like, so good for you. And also, like, things that I studied. Like, these are all things that I studied and mm-hmm. have now just forgotten about because I didn't – I have a bachelor's degree in psychology. I don't know if we know that, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, So, like, I studied all of these different, like, areas of psych, but I never did anything with it. Right. So I completely – it's out of my brain entirely. Mm-hmm. But I have always loved this shit. So it's fun to, like, see you not only, like, relating to it but like applying it in your real life Aww. so it's really no it's really cool and it's also fun because it it's I mean at least for me I don't know how Britt and Lucia and, and Linda feel about it but at least for me it feels it feels like we're kind of watching you grow Aww. um like in real time like as you're as you're like figuring it out you're literally like I'm. this is how life. I feel about this and I'm like yeah um I wanted to say like something but I couldn't find the words <laughs> to like make you see that or something or like whatever and so it's cool that like it's cool that the books and the things that Sarah's giving you are kind of getting through to you in a way that maybe we can't get right. through to you. Right. Well, and it's it's interesting that, like, you can Almost be told... Like they're professionals. I know, right? <laughs> well, because, and, like, the whole thing with Adlerian the theory is he just kept asking questions and being, like, you keep... Like, everything in life it comes down to courage mm-hmm. and, like, your tasks. Have you ever seen... Um, we Bought a Zoo? Is that the movie? Yeah, a long time ago. I don't think I paid too much attention. Doesn't matter. The entire part of the movie, it does not matter. Mm-hmm. The only part that, like... I mean, that's actually a really good movie. It's really cute. But, um... The, the main part of it is that all you need is 30 seconds of courage to change your life. 30 oh, seconds. Oh, yeah. And it's, like... That. And that's, like, in, in the movie, it's in reference to, like, he walks up to this girl at the coffee shop or whatever, and that's how he met their mom or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like... That always stuck with me because I'm like, that's so true. You need fucking 30 seconds of believing in yourself enough to do something and then just doing it. Yeah, just go for it. Because after 30 seconds, if it's, if it went shitty, that was 30 seconds of your life. Right. Yeah, that's so true because everything boils down to like, oh, you didn't do this because you didn't have enough courage. No offense, but like everything is like the only thing that's, I mean, it's another way to say the only thing that's stopping you is you. But I feel like that's such an annoying statement. It's like, you're getting in your own way. But, like, hearing it the way it's phrased of the only reason that you're not doing something is because you don't have enough courage to do it. hmm And it's, like, all about, like, don't interfere with other people's tasks, which, like, Sarah always says, oh, that's that person's shit. Like, that's his shit. Right. And, like, this is your shit. Yep. So we need to dissect that, and this isn't your shit. Right. And you can't, you can't, other people's shit can't. Like get in the way of you solving your own shit, right? Exactly. But deal with your shit first before you carry on into other people's right. shit piles. And they and like he was saying, how like oh, you know, when parents try to force their kids to do their homework, well, you're interfering with that kid's task. The youth, as he's called, it's like, but parents but kids have to do their homework and blah 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 blah. And he, the philosopher was like, yeah, it's their job to do it. It's right. their task to do it. And if you're forcing them to do it, then they're going to be less likely to do it but if you tell them you can do your homework and pass and mm-hmm. maybe get into a college if you desire mm-hmm. or you cannot do it and fail right but that those are your options right and if you do fail it's on you that's right. not the universe fucking you over right. that's you didn't do the things you exactly. were supposed to do and like another example he used was oh you like you fail the test and you're like ah i hate i hate, I hate myself so every everybody sucks or you could be like Maybe I didn't study as well as I could have. I'm gonna strive for a better score next time. Literally, like, I all I can think about is the like the amount of times that it's been like a financial aid issue at work, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. people get mad at us. Yeah, like a hundred percent. Finan financially, to the federal issue. Mm-hmm. So it has nothing to do with the school. It has nothing to do with the school. Absolutely nothing. I go through this every day as well. Same. We both work for colleges. Um, I do not get to decide how much you get in loans. No, they are not free money. And no, you don't qualify for the Pell Grant because you already have a bachelor's degree. Oh, God. It's so... I at least don't do it. Literally, oh, no. one time this student told my coworker that she needs to call the Department of Education to get him more funding because mm-hmm. it's unacceptable that he doesn't have any. Yeah. And she's like, <laughs> no, that's just not how it works. It's not. And, like, as much as I would love to give you more funding or as much as I would love to take the unusual enrollment history off of your right. fucking, I can't. I need those So doctrines. in order for us to clear this, you now have some obstacles. Mm-hmm. If you are willing to go over those obstacles, I'm more than happy to help you along that path. If you're going to freak out at me and tell me that we're harassing you and, like, not giving you your money and you're going to, the thing that drives me nutty is when they're like, I'm going to go to another school. And I literally have to be like, that's fine. I'm just letting you know, you're going to run into the same issue. Exactly. I've literally had people be like, no, I'm not. I'm like, okay, check it out. Bye. See you in two months when you realize that it's not our fault. And then they just want their excess funding. And then I get yelled at. They're like, how am I supposed to pay my rent and feed my kids? You're not supposed You're not, to use that, use that money. That money. <laughs> You're not and, supposed to do that. And I'm always like this is that. I I do, recorded call. <laughs> yeah, I do I do always I try to very gently make a point mm-hmm. that that is not what that funding is for. But I'm also like I I'm not your mom. Right. That's why I always say, per the Department of Education guidelines, <laughs> excess funding is to be used for school-related items. For for example, you're in on an online course. Do you need a new laptop? Go for it. Exactly. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Like what, no, it's, it's that same. It's that same thing of just taking responsibility for your actions. Right. And people don't realize, like, no, there's a cap. It's 57500 if you're going for your undergraduate degree. By the by, only 23000 of that can be in subsidized loans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is all correct. Subsidized loans are the loans that don't accrue interest until six months after <laughs> you graduate. Unsubsidized are the ones that do accrue interest. <laughs> <laughs> or stop school. Yes, you don't need to necessarily graduate. Oh, my God. Um, I'm so glad that you have, like, the same job as me because you understand what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Well, and I I do feel bad for you because I... I run into way less and I don't know I don't know if it's the differences in school or like what really it is but I do run into way less people just going after financially and mm-hmm. mm-hmm. which is really nice because when I do run into it it's like a red it's like an immediate glaring red flag and oh, I'm yeah. like oh we're not actually here to further your education you oh, don't yeah. actually care about that oh yeah now I no longer like care exactly if you don't care why would mm-hmm. I people will enroll Wait till after billing when they get their excess funding, then drop, then do it again, and then—that's how you get fucking unusual enrollment history. Exactly. No. Exactly. And also, you're committing fraud. <laughs> also. And also, you have to still pay that money back. I'm calling the cops. Seriously. It goes all the way to the top. It goes all, the to the top. It goes all the way to the top. The federal government, the Department of Education. Um, how did we get on this rant? <laughs> um, we're taking responsibility for our actions. Yes. Elections. Yes. Which is hard for some people to do. Exactly. And exactly. it's also hard to be the person telling someone that they need to take responsibility for mm-hmm. their own actions because then they get defensive yeah and you need to you're just all you're doing is trying to hold them accountable so I mean what are your what are your thoughts because I we still differ on kind of the the psychic when we go see Zach yeah how much of that is taking accountability for your own actions and like accountability for your own outcomes of the things he tells us so I mean as Zach always says like it's it is what you make of it. Okay. And he's it's an just outline. like, yeah, he's just, it's like a guidance. It's like, this is what I see. And he always tells me, at least, that my path is not linear, which kind of freaks me out because, of course, I go to the negative and I'm like, one false move and right. I fucked my you life then up. And you immediately go to the negative, which is like, Right. I don't know how you live there. you got to reprogram that. I know. Well, I just tweeted something very positive today. Oh, my God! Yeah. Did I like it? I don't think no. I, I was busy as fuck all day. I don't think I was on Twitter. And that's the thing. I'm trying to retrain my brain because it's true. You attract the vibes that you put out into the universe because the universe isn't just going to like give you like better vibes than the ones that you're radiating off of. I also think, yeah, I mean, I think that goes back to like the golden rule of treat everybody the way you want to be treated. So, like, if right. you are putting out positive right vibes and positive energies people are going to be attracted to that well and that's also I mean those people you surround yourself with yes exactly they're positive and they're they're kind of understanding of you and who you are as a person and they're willing to kind of adapt to whatever right. that is. and
1: that's like
0: good friends people that understand when you are having a crisis of self and don't demonize you for it exactly and then you realize that you have to get people out of your life that are in hindering your growth Cut people out. That's what it all comes back to. Like, I can't express enough how much you need to get rid of the, like, if there's a toxic energy in your life, I don't care if they're your family, Mm -hmm. I don't care if they're your coworker or your best friend or whatever the fuck. Right. You can't continue to grow in a positive direction if you're held down by such negative energy. And all these revelations I'm having are coming from my breakup. And I was talking to Lucia today and she was like, "Why why, like, he was mean. He was just mean. Why would you want to have somebody that mean in your life? Mm -hmm. And that really is, and I'm not trying to bet. Not like he was ever going to hear this. I'm not trying to bash him, but like the the fact is, he was really mean to me. Yeah. And like that's the only word I can use to describe. So obviously, like I'm, I was not. I didn't have enough confidence because again, crisis himself Mm -hmm. did not have enough like confidence and security and like esteem to make myself admit this isn't right. Right. I just kept being like. I everything's mean, going to be okay. Well, you also want to see it's really it's a hard balance of seeing wanting to see the good of people. I'm someone who wants to fix I, I want to fix people. Right. I attract broken birds mm-hmm. and I want to help them get better. Yeah. And I don't know what that comes from. I don't know if that's a Pisces thing or that's an empath thing. I don't know. But it's it's only in the past year and a half or 2 years that I've had the confidence to straight up like break up with a friend. Right. Because of how toxic they right. were. And it was because I I looked at the situation and I was like, I cannot help this person. Right. I am not being a good friend to this person. Mm-hmm. And I am not there's no benef- benefits to either side. Right. Like I'm not being a good friend. She's I don't trust her. Like mm-hmm. there's no there's no benefits there. What exactly. the fuck is the point of continuing that relationship? Exactly. So like I and I've had shitty, shitty friends over. Oh my god, yeah. many years. And so oh, yeah. I, it's, I feel like, and, and I feel like that was really like a when I told my family, we told, I told my family at my mom's birthday dinner that I like broke up with what's her face and was like done and whatever. And my sisters and my dad were literally like. I'm really proud of you. Yeah. That you like had the like courage to be like, you know what? I can't, I have to take myself out. with you anymore. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like, there's, cool. there's a difference between fixing people and empowering people. And I'd like to yes. think that you empower me. Oh, thank you. Cause like, do you want to make me cry? <laughs> I'm not going to. It's fine. I'm fine. Oh my God. I'm fine. Well, I think like, it's true. Cause like you can't fix people that don't want to be fixed, but you can empower people that are already working on themselves and be like, you're doing great. Like good job yeah okay so you had a bad day today and yeah you did something that you didn't like we're gonna we're gonna learn from it we're gonna grow from it yeah. but don't forget you've already made so much progress yeah like you are empowering people that already want to work on themselves because it's not like you have to be surrounded by only people that are like perfect and oh stable. no it's Fuck just like that because I'm also not right but as long as like you're surrounded by people who want to do something about it yeah. you like you're not necessary. I mean, you know, it gets to a point where like, yeah, if somebody's being like too negative, but then that goes back to, that's their shit and they're not working on it. If they're being like negative and like stagnant. Right, and right. I can't be the only one working on that. Exactly. Like, it's not my shit. Right. I'm here to help. So say it's the same as literally what I just said with my learners. If you're willing to go, yeah, exactly. I'm more than happy to help you again, I'm more than happy to support you along that journey and be whatever form of a friend you need me to be. But right. like, if, if I'm the only one doing it, what are we doing? Right. And that's, <laughs> Lyrian theory, not interfering with other people's tasks, just offering encouragement and help should you take it. Yeah. Because then it's like, I'm not, and they, they literally, the in the book, they say it all the time. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And I say that about my students all the time. Yep. Because there's only so many times I can call you, so many times I can text you, so many times I can email you that you have to fill out your I unusual enrollment form. That's all I need you to do. No, seriously, like, and orientation. <laughs> please just do your orientation. Seriously, my job is kind of to interfere with your tasks, but <laughs> no, to support your tasks. It's make sure you get your tasks done. I literally, yeah, I literally told the learner today because he said, "Hannah, please." It was like a very good call. I, I, it was an hour long, and at the end, it was at the end of the day. He told me, like, his whole life story. It was great. It was actually a really, really beneficial phone call. I sent it to Pat right away because I was like, that was amazing. Right. Um. But anyway. To your horn, girl. At the end of the phone call, he literally was like, Hannah, please get me enrolled. Like, please make me do this. And I was like, I'm I'm going to do everything in my power to get you there, but you need to do it also. You need to put in the work. Right. And that's another thing. When my learners, like, thank me, they'll, they'll be like, oh, my God, thank you so much for everything you've done. I am I always respond, fit Thank you. Or you're welcome, but I haven't done anything. You're oh my one, god. You're the one that's doing the work. Like, <laughs> it's literally amazing, and I want to steal that. Oh my god, do it. It makes, well, because then it's like, it's putting the ball back in their court. Like, right. this is your degree. You are the one that's going through this program. I can help you through the enrollment, but at the end of the day, you're the one in courses. Exactly. So, like, I can't do it for you. Exactly. No, I fucking love my job. <laughs> oh my god. Just, that's that basically makes, what I get to do. Like, all that. You literally just reframed 90% of my job for me. There's definitely like the way you approach. I mean, the way you approach any situation or any job, if you approach it in a positive manner, more than likely you're going to get positive results. I have learners that fucking scream at me and tell me I'm an idiot and all that stuff. But, like, at the end of the day, I will take five of those and one of the call that I had at the end of the day, and that makes it worth it. Right. Because at the end, it's like, okay, you're screaming at me, but you're, okay, what is that going to do to you? I didn't do anything. Right. What is that going to do? You still don't have a degree. Right. You still need to fill out this form. Right. At the end of the day, that's and that's what I sit next to advisors and advisors I do not envy. Oh, I say that all the time. I could not do their job. <sighs> they have them basically. They have learners basically the, their entire program. I yeah. Can tell us. So yeah. Um. And there was a call the other day that I heard. <laughs> I heard the the advisor just constantly being like, "Sir, I would love to help you, but in order to do that, we need to have a productive conversation." Yes. And I can't do that while you're yelling at me. I'm literally. Like, Whoa! <laughs> One of the first things I asked was. Gonna hang up on somebody? Yep. <laughs> yep. When when can I hang up on somebody? Because you're also a person. Right. Like, and I don't think, I sometimes don't think people realize that. No. Like, on the other end, it's like, our main goal is not to piss you off and tell you, you we don't want to bar you from getting in. I want to enroll you. I want right. you to get started on your program. There are some things that pop up. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I'm not doing it because I think it's funny to piss you off. So how about you do your shit? Yeah. And then I won't have to call you exactly isn't that funny Our networks. if you need help with your shit let me know we can work through it like exactly. that's fine if you're if you're not because do- like today one of my learners I was like hey we still need this form and this form and he was like oh I sent that I sent that in okay great so I called Financial Aid. they were like yeah we have this one but we don't have his uh tax transcripts mm-hmm. and I was like okay so I reached back out and he goes oh I haven't I never filed them because that wasn't working so do I still have to send them in and I was like you have to, okay, you have to let us know that, right. and we have to do a non-file form. <laughs> that, exactly. I was going to say, non-tax filing right. form. I'm like, we can't just not do it. Right. And you got to like, tell me. Did you not work at all, or did you work a little and didn't qualify to file? Because then we need your like, W 2s We need a, a couple not, different things. It's like a couple different things. We can't just ignore that stuff. Right, exactly. <laughs> I've literally had people that were like, oh, I just didn't file. Right, which I'm like, okay. totally understand. Um, got to let me know that. Right. Also, you're not going to get financial aid now. Also... You should file your taxes. Exactly. Do your taxes. Do your fucking taxes. (laughs) Stress me out. It's so... Ugh. Yeah. Crisis. Crisis of other people's crises. Crisis of their selves. So have I ever showed you... Just going back to to not your... What is it? Not your... It's not your task. Not your task. Have I showed you that lizard on acid? The The chair thing? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is my favorite. And it's so funny because it's literally this guy that, and it's, and it was on, it's on the internet still. It was we can like link it somewhere. world yeah. days, right? It was forever ago. And it was, it's supposedly, I don't know. Cause there was also like, like some debate about if it was like real and if he really was on acid or whatever, but I don't care. I'm going to pretend he right. was and he's in a closet by himself. Right. We are taking what people say at face value. He said he was on acid. He I was believe Um, uh, but he's in a closet by himself and he's just talking nonsense. But one of the things that he says is, uh, who put that chair there? And then he goes, not my chair, not my problem. That's what I say. And it's <laughs> hilarious because it's literally like, you're 100% right. I don't know who put that chair there, right. but I didn't do it, right. so it's not my fucking problem. That is great life advice, lizard on acid. A lizard on. I mean, it's a man, but they animated it into a lizard. Right. I just want to let everyone know we did not make a lizard take acid, no. and then it talked. No, tell us more does not. We would be on acid <laughs> if a lizard was talking. <laughs> tell us more does not support the acid Tripping lizards. tripping lizards. We do not endorse giving lizards acid. Please leave the geico gecko alone. You didn't ask for that. No. No, but that's, we quote that in my family all the time. Like, anytime my mom's like gossiping about someone or what, I'm always like, you know what, mom? And she's like, you're yeah, right, not my chair, not my problem. Exactly. Exactly. That's such a good way to also put it. Like, I think, is this episode about crisis of self or getting through crisis of self? I'm not 100% sure. We're just talking. Kind of both. That's true. I'm like exit, like I said, I'm exiting a crisis of self. I'm figuring right. out, I have my list of things that I want to get done before 2020 okay. and I'm trying to like wrap them up and then I'm going to write a goal list for 2020. Some of that includes like getting a, like a website for tell us more. I bought a domain name. Mm-hmm. So we have tell us more podcasts, I think at- or .com? Oh. Oh, at .com. not even GoDaddy.com? Oh, God, no. <laughs> we <laughs> no, have so, a legit.com? So we have a legit.com, but here's the thing. I don't think we have, like, an actual website on anything. So WordPress or what are the other ones like that. What's that one that gets advertised on podcast Yeah, Squarespace or GoDaddy or any of those. Uh, that'd be so trash if we did GoDaddy. No offense, Danica Patrick. I think GoDaddy <laughs> has only domains. I don't know if they have actual website building. Do they? Oh, I have no idea. I just remember seeing those commercials. All I know is Squarespace is really easy to use. It always asks me, do you want to create a website with Squarespace? And I'm like, I kind of do, I do. want to create a website. With right. Because, like, <laughs> I'm very excited to start my graphic design journey. When is that starting? January 6th. Woo! So it's really, I'm and the specialization that I chose is what the web design specialization. So nice. it's just, like, here I am coming out of this relationship where I've learned a lot and I'm paying more attention than ever to the way that, like, I reacted to things and Mm -hmm. because with me like my part in it was like I didn't like the way that I reacted to things sometimes but I also didn't like that I took responsibility for things that I should not have and I let him put stuff on me that wasn't my stuff. Yeah so I mean I think it's more we're talking more about taking responsibility for your own actions. Right. Accountability, holding ourselves accountable, holding our students accountable. holding other people accountable. So they don't go into a crisis of self. Right or so that they can have a functioning relationship with another human. Right, that like, you can't you can't <laughs> not for you. I'm not saying you. I'm saying I'm saying he wasn't taking responsibility for any of and putting all that shit on you. So mm-hmm. like in that instance, he also needs to take some responsibility and kind of right. own the actions that he did. Right. Which of course we do not know his life at this point so maybe he is hopefully he is but I hope he is I suggested a therapist for him and I, I genuinely hope that he is seeing him because though things with us weren't great I see a lot of my former self in him. And then I went to therapy. I keep having these, like, revelations of, like, Mm -hmm. every single day. So many revelations a day that it's almost exhausting, which is why I treat, like, all of you (laughs) like my journal when I text you super long things. No, I love it. I genuinely really do love it. I think, and I think Brittany loves it, too. I mean, you guys go to the same therapist, so she's obviously kind of going, and she has the same diagnoses as you. Mm -hmm. So going through kind of the same thing, I think it applies to her life as well. And also, again, all of these things, even if I didn't, Have any experience in this area? I still, I still think it's really interesting, and it's something that I think I kind of just apply to my life. I'm not sure if it's that because I learned that from school, or if I just was like, "Fuck it, I'm an empath. I don't know any other way." (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) So, like, how can we make sure that people aren't taking advantage of you being an empath? And like, that's the thing is like, people can sense that, and if we're not. Strong enough in ourselves, we let those people that sense it take advantage of us mm-hmm. instead of the people that won't take advantage of it, and we'll just like help each other balance the, uh, each other's lives. Well, I think also, and I and I just realized as I was saying this um, that I've always been—that's absolutely not fucking true. I used to be a, a huge fish. Oh so, my god, yeah, um, <laughs> and I used to be crazy, right? So, but and here also, we are. So, yeah, that's my point. Is that I mean, you also learn from who you pre and you you can't fault yourself for who you previously were right. I mean it's all a part of you right so and I don't actually like referring to myself as crazy because that's that's kind of like invalid yeah and it kind of invalidates where I am right now I was not in a good mental state for a very long time and for the longest time I didn't know it and then when I realized it it's still that was like it's also just s- it's where it starts it's like scary being undiagnosed I mean yeah I've said a million times the scariest thing is not being able to trust your own brain yes like that's fucking terrifying oh yeah and I have I still have issues with that not as nearly as bad as I used to once you get a diagnosis you can treat it correctly because like if you have I don't know strep throat but you're treating a sinus infection it's not going to get any better right and you're going to get frustrated and confused and react it's going to get worse yeah So it's like, that's a really really good analogy. I mean, and it's just, that's, that's where it starts. Oh, it's like such a relief knowing like, okay, this was it the whole time. And it makes so much sense. And now I can get on the right medication. But then it's like, holy shit, look at this road I have in front of me. It's only just beginning. Right. And then that's also where I come in and say, yes, but look at how far you've come. Look behind you. You can't always look at what you have yet to do and not acknowledge what you've already done. Right. That's, I think, equally as important. Yeah. is giving yourself credit for the things that you have done, and it's I, it's on it's more important and because it keeps you going. Yeah, you're like, look at all this evidence. Look at all these facts of things that I've already been through and I've already done. Look at all this, like it's literally Sarah always says, it's life's about like just collecting data. Look at all mm-hmm. this data I have to prove that like yep. yes, I have come a long way, and if other people are noticing it, like I still can't believe you describe me as what did you say mental maturity Mm -hmm. that he didn't have as much mental maturity as I do. Yeah. I literally am still like, dude, I (laughs) mean, you can literally look at us in high school. Were we friends? No. Mm -hmm. Are we friends now? Yes. Clearly something has changed on your side and on my side. So it's, there's everything that comes out of my mouth is always like, just whatever's in my brain mm-hmm. so I don't really think of it as like I'm being so inspirational <laughs> like I literally, here I, am. Word, I literally just word vomit and you're like wow that was really nice and I'm like oh you're okay. so empowering <laughs> I really <still laughs> trying to here I am being like you're so empowering to me and you're like it's what it's just comes it's to my brain I'm just word vom- that well and I think that's like again that's because I genuinely want the best for my friends and right. people that I work with and I want I want to see people do well. Like at the end of the day, that's all I want. Right. Positive word vomit. Right. I'm just a positive word vomiter. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) People always equate word vomit to bad things, but you word vomit positivity. I think I'm, um, I think I'm con constantly trying to make up for being such a bitch in high school and for being such a demon child, like to my sisters and my parents and stuff like that. So like, I, I do certain things like if I'm in the living room and Vanessa's like, Hannah, will you get me water? I, I will do it oh because I'm like, yes, you dealt no, with me for many years not out of, of me beating the crap out of you. So it's like, yep, I'll do it. I realize that I'm not that person anymore, but also, like, I was so it's hard. Like, you have to, like, mute people. I just am constantly atoning for my sins. Right. It's like people worry more so about other people forgiving them as opposed to forgiving yourself. You can only do so much. If people don't want to forgive you, then that's, that's not my that's chair. That's their shit. That's their shit. That's not my chair. It's not my chair. It's but not my problem. Strive to be a better person for yourself and your own quality of life. Not because once you start doing something for other people, you're going to eventually freak out and crumble and just blow up because you're not or resent them. For exactly. It. It's not you. It's not my chair. It's not <laughs> my, <laughs> it's my task. not my chair. I don't know who put it there, but it's not mine. Not my chair. That goes back to my original most Hannah thought I've ever had. is yes. No one's ever going to love me as much as I love myself. Mm-hmm. And that's, it, if I could give that, like, same mindset to all right. of my friends, I would immediately do that. Because it's, it's the thing that picks me back up. It's right. the thing that brings me back when I'm after a breakup or when I'm... I get down and I dig myself a hole, but I get back out because I know that at the end of the day, I'm the only one that I'm stuck with forever. Right. So if I like myself, that's okay. We can move on from that. We right. can pull ourselves back together and we can get our shit together. Exactly. Because it's all my chair my chair and I'm sitting on my chair and I'm not going to sit in anyone else's chair and no one's going to sit in my chair. Get off my chair. You we're can't. not playing musical chairs here. Yeah, we're not placing these. These are assigned seats. <laughs> these are assigned seats. These are emotional assigned seats. Get Once the fuck you, out. Once you start playing musical chairs with your emotions, you create problems. <laughs> oh, I've <bend> my tongue. <laughs> I got really excited about the, the musical chairs with your emotions. Basically, the theme is just taking accountability. Right. A very passionate sameisode. I don't even know if I would say that was. I mean, there were funny parts because we're funny ladies, but wow, what inspirational! It also, yeah, it was also just very uh, raw and real. It was it's yeah. what we're feeling in this exact moment. Exactly, and when it comes to a sameisode, we're just talking about the same thing. Yeah, and this is the real us, the raw. Life lessons that we've <laughs> learned and the how far we've come, and you can the raw your fresh team. word vomit. Raw fresh, fresh. word vomit. <laughs> That's literally what a semi soda is. <laughs> raw fresh, fresh word vomit. vomit. <laughs> About but, maybe a. A topic, but also who fucking knows? Who knows? We, we this was a top This was. Uh, it felt good. It relevant. also kind of felt like a therapy session. It did. I'm, I'm also sweating because you gave me many compliments. I'm oh literally. I'm sweat like I can. I can smell myself. I'm literally oh my like. God. I did the same thing after the phone call. He told me I did such. A- he was like. You've done amazing. I'm gonna send you a hundred dollars. And I was like, "Do not send me money. I actually cannot accept." That. Oh it's like no. My okay. God. I and legally I cannot. I legally cannot. I appreciate it, but no, thank you. And so then I hung up, and I was like, "I'm so sweaty from all the compliments. <laughs> like I don't. I love compliments, but I do not know how to t- take." Right. Because well, and then that's another probably Sammy so for other times because Sammy so or Sammy so because society shames women for accepting compliments, and we shame women for not accepting compliments. Right. What the fuck do you want me to do? Right. I'm just going to sit in silence. (laughs) I'm going to sit in my chair, and I'm just going to say, I accept your compliment. We should practice that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Next time someone compliments you, you have to say, I accept your compliment. (laughs) Did you ever watch Scream Queens? yes oh my god the, but a long time ago the episode where chanel and chad have which like, chanel they're, oh the, the mayor the Ch- chanel and chad have like a i don't remember what they call it but a compliment date or something where they sit in chairs in front of each other and just compliment <laughs> each other <laughs> it's so be like, chanel i love your rock and bod thank you chad i love <laughs> thank you chad and then, so we just need to like yeah. do that with i think that would be friends. fun i think that was it's that's one of those like activities that you're supposed to do on like a date is you yeah. like just like sit there and talk about things you like about each other and you're supposed to like, Argh. it's so awkward. Time for our first first date activity. It's called compliments. I need you to sit I in front of me. me. I need you to compliment me. you should compliment me. Wait, where are you going? What's, What's happening? Me? You're supposed to be constructive. You're supposed to come back. Wait. I like your butt. <laughs> I like your butt. Now we're fine. Give me my compliment. <laughs> Rude. Um, Rude. Yeah. Love yourself so you can love one another. But don't, um no offense but don't love yourself if you are a bad person no offense but like if you're a shitty person like go get some help (laughs) no offense but if people constantly are telling you that you're crazy fuck them yeah and go go to therapy they shouldn't use that word but fuck them you're either in a cult and you want to leave but people are trying to convince you to not or you need to work on yourself no shame in the therapy game No, I love therapy, and I'm a huge fucking hypocrite because I tell everyone to go to therapy and then I don't. It's a crisis. Because at my last therapy session, therapy session, therapy session, also I have the issue of I really wanted to be friends with my therapist, and I was like, I'm not going to tell you anything because you're going to judge me. (laughs) It's so hard to love your therapist so much, right? Know that you can't. She was like so cool and like I could tell like we would have been friends like outside of oh work God, and I was, or outside of therapy we have acknowledged that before in therapy well and so I was like I the, in our in my last session with her she literally was like okay do you have anything you really want to talk about and I was like not really because like I my meds had balanced out like I was in a good spot and she was like well you don't have to keep coming if you don't want to and I was like just like you. <laughs> it's like, the only reason I come is to just hang out with you. Literally, so, that's kind of no. what, like, for the longest time, what me and Sarah's, like, sessions were. Were just me being like, so this is what's going on in my life. Okay, I'll see you next month. Okay, bye. It's like, just the friend, yeah. I mean, I will go back to therapy eventually. Because we do need to acknowledge why I was a demon child eventually. But, right, work through it. Get, get through I don't it. even yeah. know. I think I have to be, like, hypnotized or something. I, I'm, yeah. Is, does Zach do that? Can we go to Eye of Horus and get hypnotized? <laughs> I'm I'm sure that they would at least have some recommendations. I would be fucking down. Oh my god, you are. Afraid I don't know of what kind reading, of reading, but not being hypnotized. No, fuck it, hypnotize me. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm susceptible because don't you have to be like down for it? Yeah, I think so. But then like I feel like I would be like I'm just faking. I'd be like I'm clearly I'm I'm in control right. of this. But also like do you remember when we used to get the hypnotist at like the senior party? I was literally just thinking of that. But, like, were those... Was that real? Like, I don't know. Probably not. So that's my thing, is I feel like it's all fucking fake. So I would be like, mm, this isn't working. And so then I'm not open to it, so it's not going to fucking work. Exactly. God damn it. No, that doesn't scare me at all. I would love to see what the fuck I do really? hypnotized. Oh, my God. I wanted to go up on stage, but I was not who I am now in high school. Right. God, if only. Oh, if only. We would rule the school. Oh, my God. We would... Fuck s- all people. People love our podcast. Oh, my God. People do love our podcast oh from high school. It's basically... South side without the visuals. What up? Hey, yeah. I Except see. for it's way better. For some reason, even though we do literally no work, mm-hmm. I feel so much more accomplished after a semi-so. Which it's makes like no sense. Our true selves bantering. Yeah, it's what the people want. It is what the people want. And well, us
1: yeah. <laughs> it's what we
0: want to do. Exactly. Because <laughs> again, it takes zero prep work. <laughs> zero prep work. We just have to be like, what are we talking about? No, this came up. Let's this is our, our topic, topic. self. Literally, we started because I don't know what color to dye my hair. That's true. You could get a wig and try it out. I have 400 wigs. Try it out. (laughs) I liked it. When I did the brown hair for the Australian bee, I liked it a lot. And everyone was like, that looks bomb as shit. And I was like, 100%, I'm going to do it. And then I've just been sitting on it and being like, I'm so scared. I'm still so scared. But I do need to just keep in mind that Hannah is a state of mind. 30 seconds of courage. To get that hair dye. Just fucking pour it out. You Be like, oh, that's now. <laughs> Scream at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> Squeeze it all over your head. I thought about making you come over and do it because that's, you did my hair last time. No, in high school when I did it box blonde and it turned orange. And then we went to Brain's house and yes. you were there and then you dyed it. I on top of that. that. Oh yeah, we god. have pictures of that on Facebook if you wanna throw those up, baby oh my Marissa god. and Hannah. That'd be really cute. Yeah, hundred percent. They're on I think they're on errands, but or if you just go to our friendship, we're both tagged you know? oh. oh my god. Oh my, oh my God. God! I love these random. We have pictures together so from high school, wit, and we weren't friends. So right? Random. Ones. It's, it's and foreshadowing. Yeah, we right. were. We were meant to be, just not at that time. Exactly. We had to go through some shit first. We, we had, had to grow. take responsibility for our actions. We had first. to learn accountability and grow, and then we came back to each other because that's what the universe wanted and what the right. people need. Right. It's what the people want. What's that from? It's what the founding fathers would want. Uh, season three, episode two of our own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a comedian. It's what the founding. Fa- it's Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> Jim Gaffigan. It's Jim Gaffigan. It's talking. He's talking about the Fourth of July because he goes, "Well, I don't normally eat a burger, a hot dog, and a steak, but it is the Fourth of July." And then he goes, "It's what the founding fathers would want: stuff you with meat, America, and I'm gonna go blow shit up later." Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> On my belt. I love Jim Gaffigan. Um, yeah, that's nice. Um, I need to put deodorant on. <laughs> and now I know that when you smell, it's because you feel good I'm about yourself. I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> well, Yeah, no. It's because I'm being complimented and I don't know what to do. But we'll talk about that on right. the next time. exactly. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> How to, to accept compliments and love yourself. We'll get there. I mean, I love myself. You love yourself. I'm, t- working, I'm on working on it. Can you openly say that you love yourself? <laughs> I love my journey to loving myself. Okay. I will take that as an acceptable answer for no. Perfect. I'm here for it. (laughs) All right. All right. Subscribe. iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Follow us on Tell Us More Podcast on Instagram.com. Look for a website in 2020. Yeah. Hmm. Do you also realize, so 2020 is coming up. We started this podcast in 2018. Oh, yeah. Didn't we? Or was it 2019? It'd be 2018. And then it'd be March H. or March. It'd be... Coming up on two years. We, record, we recorded on St. Patrick's Day, but then didn't release it until, like, April. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I got hit in the head with a hockey puck. Yes. Iconic. Oh, such a Hannah Moon. It's so Hannah. I fucking hate sports. <laughs> I can't. It can't be your up. We know that you you hate sports, and so sports hates you, and here's a hockey the puck to the head, bitch. Fly. The balls purposely target me. It, yeah, and cars purposely target me. I support you in that. Mm-hmm. If you support my theory that balls fly at my head yeah. without my in hockey pucks, I count that as a ball. I will support your theory that cars are out to get you. I literally was like, I should ask Marissa to drive me home. Then I was like, fuck that. I'm not we're gonna die to in this five foot drive. <laughs> literally not happening. Okay. okay. That's okay. the end. Sweet. Bye. Bye. We both just said peace signs Because <laughs> we're <laughs> tourists. I ate it's it at Disneyland. <laughs> That's funny. I love it.